if you don't lead, then what are you doing, right? I mean, you have to be in position where number one, you have the strength, the character, the, the know-it-all to lead not only yourself, but to others. You have to have that like factor. You have to have that courage factor. And with leadership comes vision, right? We know scripture tells us without a vision, the people perish. So you, you can't just have grit. You can't just have tenacity because that's necessary too. The leadership and the vision is a necessary skill for you to get to where you're going. Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the small biz chat lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I am so excited to welcome you to another episode of our great show. And if you're ready to grow your leadership, my guest is going to give you everything you need to know so that you can build what we call unbreakable leadership. And you know something, guys, 50% of all business problems are not so well hidden personal problems. So what does that come down to? That comes down to you, your individual leadership and management style. And so we're going to talk about how you can evaluate your leadership and how you can get better at it, because that should be the goal of any small business owner. Now, listen, the Small Biz Chat podcast is a peer-to-peer mentoring program. We have designed this show to give you advice that you otherwise would have to pay lots of dollars for. I also wanted to give you information so that you could get it from different perspectives because the mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. We've been doing this for well over a decade and I am committed to helping you live your dream life as an entrepreneur. So with that, let me formally introduce my guest. Her name is Michelle Snow. She is the, a business coach. She is a strategist. And she is a seasoned business coach who helps small business owners achieve championship-like success. She is a philanthropist, an award-winning trainer, speaker, and executive consultant who helps her clients grow their leadership to grow their business. She is the CEO of growwithsnow.com, a professional and leadership development firm based in Philadelphia. And after recovering from a diagnosis of sarcoidosis, Michelle has dedicated herself to coaching and mentoring young and mature entrepreneurs to live their dreams. Michelle's been featured in Forbes, Philadelphia Inquirer, The Ladder, and many other media outlets. For more information, go to growwithsnow.com. Michelle, welcome. Thank you, Melinda. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh, I am so happy to to have you. And I and I have known you for many years, so I'm excited. I know this story, but my listeners don't. So tell me, how did you build Grow with Snow? How did you how did you become a, a world class executive consultant and, and trainer and coach? Well, Grow with Snow um, is a newer business for us. Um, Nine years ago, I started working with young adults, and then we morphed into um, working with 
corporations. However, during the pandemic, <laughs> everything changed, not just for me, but for most people, right? And so at that time, January, February 2020, all of my contracts, and shame on me, but all of my contracts were live, right? All of this big personality was either at a corporation or at a school. And so my, um, my magic was in working directly in person with our clients. <laughs> well, in, in March, guess what? Every contract was paused or suspended or canceled. So I probably had a complete and total meltdown. <laughs> and in the midst of trying to save my life and save my mind and save my business, and of course, being completely and utterly devastated, um, I grabbed my phone and just started powering through the streets of Philadelphia. And it was a safe place for me because people trusted my brand. They trusted my social media. They trusted my journalism. And so I'm going through the streets of Philadelphia, covering the damage, covering the rioting, covering busted windows, talking to owners who were in tears, speaking to people on the corners who were literally, without exaggeration, just wandering aimlessly, taking pictures of the boarded sneaker stores. And if, if I was to just go a little bit deeper into detail, there was one sneaker store in particular, Melinda, where <laughs> they were literally in there still stealing, right? With bags and book bags and just taking out whatever they wanted, glass everywhere. And if, if anyone here is familiar with Philadelphia, one of the biggest churches in Philadelphia is Enon. And the pastor was doing the same thing. So we were walking the streets of Philadelphia. I'm sharing that background because that was when I felt the strong urgency to laser focus, to lean in. And here is where I could be most effective, working with small business owners, storefronts, to help them to recover. And that summer, we literally grew and opened Grow With Snow. Now, people um, have heard me say that for years, but Grow With Snow, it was a mantra. It was a tagline. It wasn't a business. But we moved it and focused on small businesses that summer, and I haven't looked back. I love it. I love it. So why do you think leadership is so important? Because sometimes leadership has to pivot, right? You had to pivot your leadership. Why is leadership so important for business success? Well, if you don't, if you don't lead, then what are you doing, right? I mean, you have to be in position where, number one, you have the strength, the character, the, the know-it-all to lead not only yourself, but to others. You have to have that like factor. You have to have that courage factor. And with leadership comes vision, right? We know scripture tells us without a vision, the people perish. So you, you can't just have grit. You can't just have tenacity because that's necessary too. The leadership and the vision is a necessary skill for you to get to where you're going. So what do you think makes a leader, a great leader, highly effective? <laughs> well, character, character. If I didn't say it, Melinda, I'm going to say it again. Character. Um, I have had the pleasure of working with some of the best and some of the most awful. Um, more recently, we worked with a client and their mindset, their culture and their business was 
I'm going to give you a task. Either get the task done or get out. Now, I get that that time is money. The challenge was there was no protocol for how to <laughs> onboard your team, right? There was no system as to make sure that there was accountability. There was no check-in for understanding. It was just this mindset of just do it the way I say it and get rid of them. Now, here's the, here's the problem that they had after that. Constant rotation. Now, you and I know if you're constantly hiring and you're constantly firing, what does that mean to your bottom line? Well, it costs you three times as much to replace that person. Plus, if you're constantly going through churn, usually that means you don't have a clean hiring process. Like you don't have a clear job description. You aren't interviewing multiple candidates. Basically, you're going with the lowest lowest dollar person you can get and then getting mad when they don't, don't um, you know, they can't perform. But if you don't take the time to train people in how it is you want them to do it and give them a proper onboarding time. I mean, I talk about this all the time. People throw people the keys and say, good luck, right? You know, they don't, you know, and small business owners everywhere are notorious for this. It's like, we got to get a little bit more uniformity to this, like big businesses when it comes to hiring people. Because really nowadays, people are loyal down to the last dollar. And a core employee is actually somebody who's only been with you two years. That's now a core employee because of how much people are moving around. So people who are employees have options, right? So you have to be good to your people. And I don't know that everybody gets that. And, and, and I'll share in this particular client that I'm referring to, it took a lot of work to begin to shift their mindset because we're not talking, this particular client was not a mom and pop. Um, they were not broke. They were not struggling for income. They were, um, they are, I should say, um, a multi-million dollar company and cash is not an issue, right? So they were unable to see how much money they were losing because like, their business is kind of raining in cash, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. So it wasn't until... I kept stressing and emphasizing like, hey, you, we've got to get you some infrastructure so that you can keep people longer. Finally, they came back, I think it was 90 days later and said, I get it. And thank you. And now they retain, <laughs> hallelujah and amen, they retain their team. So leadership is very important. It's critical. It's a key. You must be visionary. Um, you can't have one without the other. So I know that you specialize in teaching people how to create what you call unbreakable leadership. Can you define that for us? Tell us what that means. Well, I found that it's okay to bend, right? It's okay to bend. It's, it's okay for you to become and feel a little disjointed. That is a part of the process. The challenge is people don't have any root to stand on. They don't, have, they don't have a team that they can trust. They don't have the God factor. And so what happens often is, in, in true story, I have literally seen people crack. They have had mental breakdowns. They have literally, without question, 
temporarily even lost their minds. And it's so sad to me, that breaks my heart that people have gotten so low and so frustrated and desperate in their business and their cause to be great and to be successful that it took everything away from them. So we created unbreakable leadership, number one, to motivate and encourage people that it's okay that you may sway a bit, but we you don't have to crack in this business. How do you do that? One you get a network of people around you that you can trust, right? Because that's one of the first areas why people break. They stay in relationships that are too long. The, the relationship in business becomes toxic. There becomes this hate, and then it becomes a bitterness. And when you have all of those, um, all of those keys running together, that is a recipe for complete disaster. So one of the ways to, to become unbreakable is to know your network. The next part is you've got to know when to say no. <laughs> if you're a people pleaser like me, Melinda, I do. I, I get it. I'm an only child. I'm an Aquarius, right? I'm, I'm high energy. I love to please you. But when you can't pull back, when you cannot say no, you overextend yourself, guess what? Then you crack because you're burning at both sides, you're overwhelming your capacity, and then you can't, you're, you're unable to do anything. So between the God factor and knowing those key elements, that's a big part of being unbreakable. So I know that you talk a lot about leaning on your faith, and, and, I, and I am a believer, and that's something that I believe in too. Uh, you know, one of the most powerful things any entrepreneur can do is pray over their business every day. Why do you think that's a key element of business success? Well, nowadays, this, the secret is out, right? I mean, a lot for years, we thought that success was magic or people were smarter or better or had more experience, right? Like, oh, I'll never be as successful because they're smarter or better. They have more money. We found out through so many studies and surveys and stars and celebrities, they're now telling everyone that they are applying um, affirmations. They are prayerful in the morning. They're getting up early and they're trusting a source higher than themselves. It's really important because <laughs> I don't care how successful you are. You will hit a wall where you will not know the answer, where you will feel completely overwhelmed. You'll be and feel absolutely alone. And, and, and if we were just to go a little bit more deeper with authenticity, you'll have a moment where you'll feel like shattered pieces. My aunt told me one time that she was going through in her life and when she came home, she felt like if she took one more step, she was gonna to fall to pieces all over the floor. And having your God-like factor, having your higher power, it centers you, it grounds you, it gives you something to give you courage and to give you hope. And quite frankly, I don't see how anybody can make it without having something bigger than themselves. I, I think I agree with you. Michelle, I want to switch gears with you just a little bit, because one of the things I wanted to ask you about is coaching. And do you believe that every small business owner needs a coach? There's always an area in your business or in your personal leadership skill set that you can be better in, right? Some businesses are brilliant, right? We've met the business owners that are great at finances, they're great at sales, or they're great at customer service, right? But they may be they may be lacking in their approach for their team. There's going to be something where there's a gap where they can be better. 
And I believe that every business owner needs a league of coaches. Find people who are good in their lane to help you with that thing, right? Because just because you are a good coach in finances doesn't necessarily mean that you're a great coach in team building. So if you really want to continue to grow to the next level, find a niche coach to help you in every particular area. I know for me, <laughs> I have about seven. I have about seven coaches and one of them is on the line right now. <laughs> Don't tell nobody about that. But anyway, listen, when you're thinking about bringing in a coach, what are some of the things you need to think about or some of the questions you need to ask? I love that you asked this question because this is one of my hot buttons. First of all, you want to get a coach who does more than just coach, right? Now, let me clarify what that means. If all your coach does is sell, right? If all they do is go on and book you in their classes, but you can't find their business, they have no other acumen, all they do is book you, like you, you're the business. <laughs> They've got no skill set. People aren't better. They're just booking you in classes. I am, I am, that is a big sore spot for me. Run, right? If you find the coach that is not coachable, they refuse to take wise counsel. That is another red flag you want to run. If you find a coach who refuses to let you talk, <laughs> run, right? They've got all the answers, but they haven't heard anything. And here's one of my favorites. I've got 32 more, but I know we're out of time. Here's my favorite. The coach that believes that coaching is texting. Yeah, I, yes, yes, Melinda, go ahead, go ahead. I have seen that where clients, well, I should say prospects, have called me and said, my coach just texts me. Do you actually have conversations with your clients? <laughs> Let me just go ahead and say, run, baby, run, <laughs> run some more. Wow. Wow. I, you, you have said so much there and you were right. We're just about out of time. So I have one more question for you. What is the best business advice that you have ever been given? I think you gave us some, but what's the best business advice anyone's ever given you? Yes, um, one of my coaches gave me the best advice that I use all the time. Listen to lead. Listen with empathy, with compassion, and with all of your authenticity, and then respond. And that has been our secret sauce. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. You have really inspired me. You made me laugh. You made me chuckle. You made me think about things that I hadn't thought about in a long time. And I'm sure you have inspired my listeners. I appreciate you so much. This has been such an amazing conversation we have had today. Thank you to my guest, Brent Tillman, the LinkedIn Whisperer. Check out her group at socialsaleslink.com. Thank you all for joining me for another episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you're still working on your digital pivot, don't forget to head over to our online school, Small Biz Lady University. We've got lots of courses there to help you finally start generating the money you deserve. And with that, I just want to leave you with, I really love serving you guys with the Small Biz Chat Podcast my mission is to end small business failure. And I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night.
Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.